Hi, I'm Edwin. And I'm Andrew. Sound the battle cry. Two men, 15 minutes, eternal impact. Welcome to Text Talk. For the Lord, gird your armor on, stand firm, everyone. Rest your cause It's another week. Yes, it is. It's Monday. It is Monday. And it's Text Talk. Good to see you today, Andrew. Good to see you. You, Edwin, I see you got a Bible open in your hand. What you looking at? Let's talk about Psalm 27. Let's do it all week. And we will. We're going to talk about Psalm 27 all week. Today, I want to talk about Psalm 27 and Psalm 23. Okay. But I'm just going to read Psalm 27 right now from the English Standard Bible. The Lord is my light and my salvation. Whom shall I fear? The Lord is the stronghold of my life. Of whom shall I be afraid? When evildoers assail me to eat up my flesh, my adversaries and foes, it is they who stumble and fall. Though an army encamp against me, my heart shall not fear. Though war arise against me, yet I will be confident. One thing have I asked of the Lord, that will I seek after, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life, to gaze upon the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. For he will hide me in his shelter in the day of trouble. He will conceal me under the cover of his tent. He will lift me high upon a rock. And now my head shall be lifted up above my enemies all around me. And I will offer in his tent sacrifices with shouts of joy. I will sing and make melody to the Lord. Hear, O Lord, when I cry aloud. Be gracious to me and answer me. You have said, Seek my face. My heart says to you, Your face, Lord, do I seek. Hide not your face from me. Turn not your servant away in anger. O you who have been my help, cast me not off, forsake me not, O God of my salvation. For my father and my mother have forsaken me, but the Lord will take me in. Teach me your way, O Lord, and lead me on a level path because of my enemies. Give me not up to the will of my adversaries, for false witnesses have arisen against me, and they breathe out violence. I believe that I shall look upon the goodness of the Lord in the land of the living. Wait for the Lord. Be strong and let your heart take courage. Wait for the Lord. As I hear that... There are a handful of passages, there are a handful of verses that uh, certainly catch my ear because I realize we sing them. Mm. <clears throat> this particular psalm has uh, provided a lot of material for some of the songs, you know, that, that we sing kind of regularly. Mm-hmm. The uh, Lord is my light mm-hmm. and my <clears throat> salvation. Whom shall I fear? Ah, I thought you would sing it. Wait, wait on the Lord. <laughs> I'll get the rhythm right. Um, you yeah, know, absolutely. And, uh, absolutely. Teach me your way, O Lord. Teach me your way. I thought we, of we that, that one also. Thy guiding grace afford. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I actually thought about that. That we, We're seeing this phrase about teach me your way, teach me how to walk in your paths. And it really hit me the other day that I've been singing that song for, I mean, years. Yes. Years and years and years and years. And never once did it, did it register with me. I'm singing a line from the Psalms. I, I thought just, hey, somebody had a really cool idea one day to ask the Lord to teach me. Maybe Jesus talking about how we're all taught of the Father. But now we've been going through these Psalms. I'm like, oh, how did I miss that? Can I can I tell you, I, I'm glad I'm not the only one. Um, you know, that uh, it's, it's really this whole process has just uh, blessed me because I realized, well, we actually do sing more Psalms than I realized. Yeah. At least key phrases. Right. Uh, is, which is a little different than trying to sing through a whole psalm metrically or this or that. But, uh, you know, it's good. It's it's good that these Christian hymn writers are going back to this seminal-inspired Psalter. 
So the Lord is my light and my salvation. That's the song we mentioned primarily. And I think what's happening here in Psalm 27, especially as it kicks off with that, is that we are supposed to be reminded of Psalm 23, or at least one aspect of Psalm 23. I got to tell you, there's a couple of callbacks for me. All right, the the idea of, of whom shall I be afraid uh, in uh, verse 1, the business about um, being in his temple all the days of my life, or I should say verse 4, dwelling in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. We read this just a few weeks ago when yeah. we were going through Psalm 23. Yeah, so certainly we have that <clears throat> connection to the house of the Lord. In fact, I am becoming more and more and more convinced that at least from Psalm 23 to 28, we've got a series of psalms that are all tied around that idea of the house of the Lord. I'm, I'm going to be digging into that a little bit more. Maybe it, maybe it expands beyond those psalms, but I really think at least those tell us a story centered around the house of the Lord. The one that you brought up about, of whom shall I be afraid, Mm -hmm. takes me back to Psalm 23, where it said, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. I will fear no evil. And we talked about in Psalm 23 that that valley of the shadow of death is a Hebrew idiom. It's not directly referring to I am experiencing death or I'm around somebody who's died or someone close to me has died, though in those scenarios, I might be walking through this valley of the shadow of death. That the valley of the shadow of death was a Hebrew idiom that meant deep, deep darkness, or the Mm -hmm. shadow of death meant deep, deep darkness. And so as a sheep is walking through the valley of the shadow of death, they're walking through a valley that is dark, so dark, in fact, may not even be able to see the shepherd. But this sheep is able to say, I know he's with me, his rod, his staff comforts me. As I come to Psalm 27 and I hear these descriptions of Mm -hmm. evildoers that surround me and want to eat up my flesh and an army is encamped against me, I I think, okay, this is what the valley of deep darkness looks like for a king. Mm, Absolutely. This is what the valley of all these enemies and the the prey, and I'm the prey and they're the predators. This is the valley of deep darkness. Why is it that he is confident? Because the Lord, my shepherd, is my light. I see that too. It's almost like the darkness is being personified. Uh, in the way of these foes and and in the way they work. He says in verse two, when the wicked came against me to eat up my flesh. Yeah. And I thought, what? (laughs) You know, (laughs) yeah. I mean, Canaanite warfare was brutal, but we don't really read about cannibalism going on. No. And and I think that's carrying on that metaphor. That that takes us back to Psalm 23 again, because that is what would happen for a sheep. For a sheep. And that's what I was going to say. This is another call back to some of that imagery. And, but you it know, also I'm, calls I'm a sheep back, among the wolves, and but, who's going to deliver me? And it also calls back to that part of Psalm 23 that is about the host and the guest eating in the presence okay. of his enemies. We kind of have both of those things happening at the same time. Both both parts of that psalm are being called to mind. So he's in the presence of his enemies, but he's confident. Why? Because the Lord is my light. The Lord is my salvation. The Lord is my stronghold. So here I am in the valley of death's darkness. I mean, it just can't get any darker than if I was laying in the grave, but the light is the Lord. What is dark to me is not dark to him. 
Well, and even when we talked about Psalm 23, it's so dark, I can't see, but we move forward. We proceed and pursue after the Lord, our shepherd. And I see some of that echoed in Psalm 27, verse 4. One thing I have desired of the Lord, that will I seek. He's not going to stop now, but he's going to keep seeking the Lord, Mm -hmm. following after the Lord. Because he wants to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. Mm -hmm. That's where he wants to dwell. And again, this whole series is all about that business of I'm wanting to be in the house of the Lord. I want to put a pin in that because I do want to come back to that part of the conversation, but we'll probably have to wait until later in the week to really hit on that. Hanging out here about this idea of being in the valley of death's darkness mm. and the fear, mm. but the shepherd is still with me. He is my light. He is my salvation. He is my stronghold. I think Paul looks back at this principle, if not at this psalm, Paul looks back to this principle and and gives us similar kind of encouragement in Romans chapter 8, beginning at verse 31. In Romans 8.31, Paul says, What then shall we say to these things? If God is for us, who can be against us? Mm. He who did not spare his own son but gave him up for us all, how will he not also with him graciously give us all things? Who shall bring any charge against God's elect? It is God who justifies, who is to condemn. Christ Jesus is the one who died more than that, who was raised, who is at the right hand of God, who indeed is interceding for us. Who shall separate us from the love of Christ? Shall tribulation or distress or persecution or famine or nakedness or danger or sword? As it is written, for your sake, we are being killed all the day long. We are regarded as sheep to be slaughtered. Which, by the way, that's a quote from Psalm 44. Mm -hmm. No, in all these things, we are more than conquerors through him who loved us. For I am sure that neither death, nor life, nor angels, nor rulers, nor things present, nor things to come, nor powers, nor height, nor depth, nor anything else in all creation will be able to separate us from the love of God in Christ Jesus our Lord. Mm, Amen. I mean, he basically says, I'm walking through the valley of the shadow of death. There's tribulation, there's persecution, (laughs) there's famine, there's nakedness, there's sword. Mm -hmm. I've got enemies. People are accusing me falsely. By the way, I think that sounds like some of these psalms. But he says, I'm not going to fear. Why am I not going to fear? Mm-hmm. And, and Paul gives us our reason. And we have a better reason. We have a stronger reason to be able to say this than David did mm-hmm. when he wrote Psalm 27. And that is God has demonstrated his love for us in that he sent Jesus Christ to die for us. And if he's going to do that, mm-hmm. what is he not going to do? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly. He he wants me to be with him. He wants me to be in his house now and forever. And if he's going to send the loving shepherd, the good shepherd, to lay down his life for the sheep, what is he not going to do to get me there? What an encouraging word. What a great way to approach this day to understand that whether it's foes that we must face or, or whether it's peaceful times and green pastures, so to speak, the Lord is with us and he's not going to withhold from us anything good that we need. We can have the same confidence of the psalmist, the confidence that the Apostle Paul expressed. I want to wrap up with one final thought that that, that I find helpful. And let me, let me know if this helps you as well, Andrew. And that is... I don't often face encamping armies. Mm. <laughs> I mean, when's the Thankfully. last? When's the last time? So Thankfully, one of the problems I can have is I come to this psalm and I think, well, this isn't about me. Mm-hmm. I, I, okay, I get it. An ancient king, he has armies encamped against him. Yes, he did. Uh, but that's that's way bigger than anything that I've ever experienced. Mm-hmm. And that's the point. 
that is way bigger than anything I've ever experienced. And if, if David in that moment, because of God's demonstrated love to him, could stand up and say, I will not be afraid. The Lord is my light, my strength, and my salvation. Then, the, then what I face, mm-hmm. I can also say that. Amen. That's Amen. all I got for today. That is helpful to me. I, I'm, I'm really loving this 27th Psalm, and I can't wait to talk about it some more as the week goes along. We're so glad that you've joined us for the conversation. We appreciate all of your feedback. Send us an email, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org, texttalk at christiansmeethere.org. Let's pray together. Our great God and Father, we love you so much. We thank you for loving us and for loving us first. Lord, we are encouraged as we read this 27th Psalm today. It reminds us of some of the beautiful, inspired poetry poetry we have read before, but it prepares us to face this day, no matter what may come our way, uh, because we are following you and we are seeking you and our heart's desires to dwell in the house of the Lord forever. We pray, God, that you might keep us and bless us to that end. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thanks for talking about the text with us today. I'm Edwin Crozier, and I'd like to invite you to join the Christians who meet on Livingston Avenue in Lutz, Florida, this Sunday for our Bible classes and worship. You can find out more at christiansmeethere.org. Check out our daily written devotional that goes along with today's episode. You can find a link for it in our show notes. Michael Eldridge sang all four parts of our theme song. You can get more from him at acapeldridge.com. Please remember to subscribe, rate, and review Text Talk in your favorite podcast app so others can find it and learn about it more easily. Have a fantastic day. Steady, steady, pass the word along. Onward, forward, shout aloud, Hosanna. Christ is captain of the mighty throne.